waiting for the midnight sky to burn Red as the lips of the lover of the silver moon Hello and welcome to Empower Outdoors Podcast. I'm your host, Allie Dutine. And I'm your co-host, Phil Stepp. And uh, today we're going to talk to you guys about turkey hunting again, but this time we'll talk about weapons of choice, so gun or bow, and then also um, methods of hunting with those different weapons. So, Phil, take it off. Sounds great. And like uh, we t spoke about last episode, I, I'm very passionate about turkey hunting. <laughs> I love everything about it and love talking about it. So He's this is kind of giddy about yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> this, is, this is right up my alley. Um, so last uh, last episode we talked about uh, finding places to hunt, and that's that's really the first piece of the puzzle for me. Um, after that is really when the fun starts, and that is choosing. You know, do I want to use a bow? Do I want to use a gun? Do I want to use a blind? What kind of camo? Do I use decoys? Right. Do I need to call? Right. What do I need to do? You so know? really, depending on your tag. I mean, this year I have a. You know, I'm going to shoot a turkey with a gun. I have okay. a, a tag with a gun. Um, I'd love to do archery next year, but this year, I'm, since I haven't shot a turkey yet, I'm going to start with a gun because I know my success rate might be a little higher. Yeah, it is definitely higher with a gun. I'll tell you this, I've hunted both with a gun and a bow, and I had a lot of fun doing both. Um, bow is a lot harder. There's mm -hmm. people out there that, that shoot turkeys every year with their bow, and they do a great job. Mm -hmm. I like to go with a gun. Mm -hmm. um, I do hunt with a bow once in a while, but, but most of the time I go with a gun, um, especially for your first time. It's it's nice to go with a gun because you're more mobile. Okay. Um, you know, let's just talk like archery first. Okay. Uh, in Minnesota, it's really easy to to archery hunt for turkeys as far as access goes. You can hunt just about anywhere in the state. Um, you can get access a lot easier when you use a bow from private landowners, and your turkey tag is for, for all the seasons right. that Minnesota offers. That's the biggest benefit, I yes. think, too, is that you can hunt, hunt any season with an archery tag. Absolutely. Yeah. And that, uh, and that... You don't, you don't have to draw for it, either. No, you don't have to draw. You, you can just... And if you do that next year, that's a great option for right. you. Right. Um, with, with gun, uh, you get one season in the first, I think, four or five periods, and then you can hunt the last season if you haven't filled your tag yet. Um, so that's something to consider. If you have limited days in a row that you can hunt, you know, maybe a weekend here, a weekend there, mm -hmm. an archery tag might be the best thing for you. Mm -hmm. um, setups with archery is quite a bit different. You, I have seen people do it without a blind. Yeah. And I think that would be fun. Yeah. But uh, I think for the most part, you want to use a blind and you want to make sure that uh, you can move around a lot more than with a gun. Um, you're going to be chances of missing are decent on turkeys so you yeah. need to be able to uh you know knock another arrow and get another shot off um if you're not in a blind that's probably not going to happen uh, where do you shoot a turkey with an you know with archery with a bow in in the body or you know you, right. you above the wing um or above the thigh i should say uh you basically want to you know try to pin them down um like i said i'm not super experienced with with that part of it but um I have I've missed three turkeys with my bow. <laughs> I've never killed them with my bow, so I've missed three. Uh, all three came in the same day, three oh, okay. times. That's so a bummer. <laughs> it was, but it was it was actually a lot of fun, and they were all three clean misses, so it wasn't like I was wounding them or anything. Um, but there are guillotine blades that they sell okay. that you can shoot turkeys in the neck or the head with. They're or about guillotine. Or guillotine. Okay, yeah, guillotine. Guillotine. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever they are. So you can go that way too. But biggest thing is to have a blind and to be in a good spot. Okay. If you're hunting archery, you're probably going to be sitting in one spot a lot longer than you would be with a gun. 
Um, well, talk about the kind of camo, because I know I would have assumed that when you're in a blind, you're like wearing camo, but you're not. You're mm -hmm. not wearing camo when you're in a blind, or you don't have to. You're usually black. You just have to black yourself out. Yeah, exactly. So you can you can wear a black sweatshirt with. The biggest thing is making sure your face is covered mm -hmm. black, and your upper body is covered black. You can wear neon green pants if you want to, or neon right. pink, <laughs> whatever you want. But um, the, the biggest thing is make sure your face, hands, and body, upper body, are covered black. Uh, super easy to get black holding. Yeah. You, you don't get... want to have any like white showing. I mean, you, no. you obviously your eyes are you know there. But. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And you can get away with wearing camo on a blind. It's just way better um, to have maybe three quarters of your blind opened up with the back being black and you're up against that black backdrop. Um, I mean that mm -hmm. the black is the camo of that part. Right. So uh, super easy on that. And I always bring when I bow hunt specifically, I always bring camo with me because in case I got to get out and you know move around or something like that i like to throw some camo on mm -hmm. i don't think camo is as big of a deal as people people think yeah I no mean, I, I know there's it, it's a it's a big market for camo it is a big it, market it isn't always everything i i don't think but uh yeah we can talk about that yeah, that's, in another that's, episode. that's that's a different story there but um as far as you know uh the bow hunting technique basically you want to be around some sort of a food source that you know they're going to cornfield uh, grain field anything like that or water um, anything that they're going to be going to on a on a regular basis throughout the day uh, and then you're going to want to set out decoys about 15 feet from your line That's how many what I how many decoys do you typically set, set out i usually put out at least with, with a bow i usually put out at least two hens and a jake Okay. Um, I know some guys use full strut tom decoys, but I'm not really a big fan of those. I haven't had good luck from from them. Some guys do, but I don't think I've ever shot a turkey over one. Okay. So um, I would definitely go with that to start with and keep them close. The closer right. your decoys, the closer the turkeys are going to come. Well, and, and last year I hunted in a blind with a gun um, and pretty much a similar setup to what you're talking about for archery but what about scent control and I what I, from what I know scent control isn't really yep, it's a non-issue yeah an Here, issue for turkeys here's what the is thing. the issue for turkeys here's the issue with scent control I've had deer spook before and have them spook turkeys right so if you are really worried about it it doesn't hurt to throw on scent control yeah. however turkeys can't smell well at least that we know of, they yeah. can't smell they're not at least spooked by smells right what, what you do need to worry about other is movement. animals right yep yeah. other animals movement okay so movement is the big thing with turkeys like i said last time they're kind of like little dinosaurs if you've ever seen <laughs> jurassic park and they go stop they can't see you if you don't move <laughs> i think that's kind of true with turkeys you think about all the times that you've been sitting in your deer stand and had turkeys walk by with when you have full blaze orange on your mm -hmm. in your stand so they're definitely not scared of you if you're not moving. Mm -hmm. um, again, you want to have your face covered and things like that. I feel like it's shiny things or like yep. you know flashes of white or, yep. or something. Don't like have that. your gun shells in your vest sticking out with the brass shining out of the sun, that kind of stuff. So as long as your hands, face, and upper body are covered, you can sit up next to a tree with your shotgun and be just fine. And that's my favorite way to hunt. I like to grab my shotgun and I like to go to where I know the turkeys are going to be, get there early, take a nap. <laughs> wake up i don't know how many times i've woken up to turkeys gobbling by me I so mean, because you're not moving actually it is a 
pretty good method. If it's you're, a great technique. If you are sleeping. <laughs> I always shot. Okay, I wouldn't recommend sleeping all the time when you're hunting, but I have shot turkeys after a little nap. Yeah. Um, and it, it helps you, uh, besides my snoring, it helps me stay quiet and it helps me stay still. So. What about um, calling in turkeys? So what kind of calls do you use? I use a diaphragm call and I use a slate call. I so I struggle with the diaphragm call. Like yeah, I, okay. I gag basically when yeah. I have that. I just don't. You're not allowed. There's a lot of people it. that are like that. Yeah. Um, I, I like using them because I'm hands free with it. Uh -huh. So especially like if you're gonna bow hunt, um, it'd be nice to get some sort of hands free call. Mm -hmm. You can get one of those like little push button ones. You could put on you know hold on your bow while you're, okay. you're calling if you wanted to. You don't even need to. It's just for. Uh, I like having the ability to call without my hands. Yeah. The other thing I like about it is I like to my famous turkey calling technique <laughs> uh, it's famous to me and nobody else but i like to sound like two turkeys at the same time i think it works great i've called in tons of toms doing it and you very i don't know if i've ever seen anybody do it on a hunting show or anything but what i'll do is i'll start off with my mouth call just you know and then i'll i'll scratch a little bit on my my slate call mm -hmm. so it sounds like another turkey responding to it and then i'll kind of act like two turkeys are calling each other and two turkeys are coming together off the roost mm -hmm. and then i'll talk at the same time so and then have my slate call going at the same time and it sounds like uh you know at least two hens sitting there at the same time sometimes i'll bring two slate calls with me and have my diaphragm call so i have a high pitch slate and a low pitch slate plus my mouth call um it sounds like i'm three different hen turkeys i mean if you're uh if you're a tom looking for uh some women and there's three of them in one spot are you gonna go there or are you gonna go somewhere where there's just one of them uh you're gonna go <laughs> i, think I take I my know. chances yes. with three what kind of slate call would you use or a box call have you ever used a box i call? have used a box, I have call. A box call i'm not good with a box okay. call my brother jake uses a box call um and i think he's okay with it but well that brings me to another point my box call sometimes if i don't have it uh really secured it it does it goes make off. noise it, it makes goes noise. off when you're yeah. walking yep yeah. yep so that happens um and my, my point with, with a box call is that I'm not good at it, I sound horrible with it, but one thing that you gotta remember is that the best sounding turkey isn't a turkey. Turkeys sound horrible. Every turkey that I've heard sounds terrible. Like they sound right. like a bad turkey hunter calling with a bad call. Um, <laughs> so the only, the best turkey I've ever heard has been like those turkey calling competitions where they just sound perfect. I've never yeah. heard a turkey sound like that yeah. in a while. So. Yeah, I don't use a box call because it doesn't sound good, but maybe I'd be better off using one. Maybe it sounds scratchier. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, that's that's my calling technique. I know it's pretty basic. And I'll try to post a video for you guys, too, and show you how I do it. Um, it's worked very well for me. That's kind of my go-to thing. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, you can, you can do a lot more with a mouth call, too. You can do uh, little chirps, and you can really imitate what you hear in the woods with a mouth call versus a slate. So as far as a gun goes, I use a 12 gauge. Is that, That's is there what any I other gun, kind of guns that, that people are using that you have seen? I'm sure a 20 gauge would work just fine. I've never used one, but I think for a kid um, or you know maybe a smaller framed person, uh, a 20 gauge would work just fine up to like 30 yards. I like to have a gun that I can shoot 40, 50 you know, yards with and a 12 gauge will get me that. I use a Remington 870 Express pump that I've always used for turkey mm -hmm. with three and a half inch super mags. Seems to do the job just fine. But I think you can get away with a 20 gauge. You hear of guys shooting them in Florida and states that allow it with four tens every mm -hmm. once in a while, which 
I'm sure that that's just fine within 15 yards or whatever, but I think um, because turkey loads are most common in 12 gauge, 12 gauge is the most common shotgun, mm -hmm. you're better off just using a 12 gauge. Uh, if you have a 20 gauge and that's all you have, use it. I mean, right. as long as you're comfortable with it, that's all that matters. What about, you know, sighting in your 12 gauge or, or pattering it? Yeah. yeah, no, that's actually super important. Um, I never really did that until I missed a turkey with my shotgun. Mm -hmm. Last year, I missed a turkey at five feet. Oh, oh. At the shack in Moose Lake. I had one come in directly behind me. I could hear it, uh, I could hear it inflating and deflating behind me. It was so close and it came out and I could have, I could have probably grabbed it with my hand if I would have been quick enough right. and wrung its neck. <laughs> but instead I chose to, instead of waiting and letting it get out in front of me 20 yards, I pulled up and it was moving and I pulled up and I shot and I missed it. And then it ran at about 60 and stopped and I shot again and I missed it again. Okay. So after shooting how many turkeys I've shot, you know, a lot of turkeys, I can't even tell you how many I've shot. Um, I just missed a Tom, a nice Tom within 20 seconds. I missed it twice. Uh, the second shot I blame 100% on never patterning my gun. I had never had a shot that far before. Mm -hmm. And so I took it out to my land afterwards and I shot it at 60 yards and I wasn't even barely hitting. I had very few pellets in the kill zone at 60 yards. I went out and bought a different choke for that gun. Okay, and choke? Um, it was a Carlson's choke. Okay. Uh, super full turkey. Uh, and I put that on and I was, I had 20 pellets in the, in the kill zone at 60 yards. So it made a huge difference. Now the, the choke that I was using is a, is a great choke. It just wasn't good for those long distance shots. What are you looking for for a turkey choke? Well, I, I want a tight choke. I want a super full turkey choke. The chances that you're going to get a shot at five feet, like I did, are pretty small. Yeah. The chance you're more likely to shoot a turkey between ten and fifty yards than you are at five feet or sixty yards. So, uh, having something that has a tight pattern out to forty, fifty yards is going to be key. So, a super full choke. You're, you don't want to take shots on the run. You don't want to take shots on the fly. You want to be standing still. Um, I don't aim, like I don't close an eye. I shoot instinctively like I shoot sporting clays at turkeys. Mm -hmm. um, that seems to work good for me, except for that one time. Uh, but some people put sights on, some people put scopes on. It's just all about what you what you prefer. What you're with comfortable that. with, yeah. yeah. Um, so that's that's basically the, the gun hunting in a nutshell, uh, what I use. Like I said, I like three and a half inch mags. Mm -hmm. I like number five shot. Okay. I know a lot of people like fours and a lot of people like sixes. I think it's a good compromise right in yeah. the middle. Do you have to have a specific different choke for You don't turkey? have to, but let's say you have a modified in your gun. Okay. Your your effective range is going to be 30 yards versus uh, 60 yards with a super full. Mm -hmm. uh, you can get by with a, just a regular full choke. Mm -hmm. So if you have like your, your granddaddy's gun with a fixed full choke in it, that would work just fine. You're just not going to get that extra tight pattern at longer distances, that's all. So then, going back to archery, what what do you, would you have to you know add to archery hunting? As far as equipment goes, a good backpack that you can throw your blind on, okay, and all your decoys in. A vest. I know they make. There's several companies out there that make uh, turkey vests specifically for bow hunting. I couldn't tell you the names of them because I don't remember. I like uh, the. I don't know the names of them either, but I do like a good turkey vest that has a seat pad. Yes. Yep. Yep. So having something that you attached can to it, yep. fit your decoys in, a lunch water and uh your blind and a chair do you do you hunt turkeys all day yep most of the time i like to hunt turkeys all day mm -hmm. let's just say that i really like getting out early and 
a lot of people give up if they don't get them off the roost. Mm -hmm. They think, oh, well, try again in the morning, you know. <laughs> or, but, but I've, I've shot a lot of turkeys right in the middle of the day, and they move around all day. So okay. it's not like they're deer. Well, that's a different conversation. I sit all day for deer too, uh, because that's my, just what I like to do. But turkeys um, definitely sit all day if you can. If you're gonna go hunting, mm -hmm. and you're gonna travel somewhere to go hunting, why not go hunting? You mm -hmm. can go to the bar afterwards. You can mm -hmm. go get lunch maybe if you want to, but you can go get dinner somewhere afterwards if you really need to. Pack a sandwich, go out there and enjoy nature. If you have to get up and walk around, get up and walk around. Right. That's my mm -hmm. opinion on it. I, and like I said, I, I, I could sit on a tree all day if I wanted to and, and take a nap if I needed to, eat mm -hmm. my lunch, you know, stand I, up, walk around. With you saying, you know, sitting all day, me and Nick were hunting and we probably sat in like a deer bed mm -hmm. and we got nick got a lot of ticks on oh, him. so ticks. that is something that you need to be aware oh. of too especially if you're sitting in like a deer bed Absolutely. they're attracted ticks are attracted to those areas um, that's interesting so maybe if you see like a bare spot where a deer would bed down don't yep, sit in don't that don't sit in that because nick got 12 oh. ticks in five minutes i hate ticks i've had that many on me turkey hunting too yes. one thing that i do with that is if I'm gonna sit at the base of a tree, I'll take a stick and I'll just wipe off the ground really quick, mm -hmm. get all the leaves, get all the grass, everything off so it's bare dirt. Mm -hmm. I found if I do that and then sit down on that, I'm way better off. I know you're excited and you hear turkeys gobbling, you wanna sit down quick, but it's definitely worth for the ticks to just it's, yeah. get. And you can pre-treat your clothes beforehand. Yes. There's a, quite a few products out there that you spray your clothes a couple days before yep. uh, outside. And, yep. There's and a specific tick them, spray so. too for that day. Yep. I use that. Um, lots of things you do. I hate ticks. Yeah, no, don't, it's, not, it's not worth it. No, you know, I don't want to get the limes. No, no, not at all. Uh, so, so what else? I mean, you know, there's, we've got how to find a place to hunt. We've got what kind of weapon to use. Uh, camel. That's right. another thing. The biggest thing though is to have your face covered, um, face covered, and your hands covered, and your upper body covered. You don't have to wear camel pants. You can wear work boots and, and blue jeans and sit down on the tree and, and as long as your upper body's covered pretty good, mm -hmm. you're fine. I actually am gonna experiment this year a little what, bit. What are, you, what are you doing? I'm gonna bring a, a Canadian tuxedo. Okay. <laughs> so blue jeans, boots, and a jean jacket. Okay. And uh, just a black hat and a, and a, and a face mask. Just and to I, kind of prove that you don't need camo. Yeah, because I really don't think I really don't think that you do. Okay. I know that everybody, people don't get offended when I say this, but people overdress in camo, in my opinion. You look at Western hunters when they're elk hunting and deer hunting. I see some guys with t-shirts on yeah. out there. So uh, I definitely don't think you need it. It does help. But I, I'm going to try that, and I'm, I'll report back to you on how that okay. goes. But yeah, the, I'd like a picture as well so we can yeah. share. <laughs> the, the biggest thing is just don't move. Cover your face and your hands okay. so you're not shiny. You okay. know, big yep. beacon of light shooting out at them. Right. And the other thing about turkey hunting is when you don't hear turkeys, you can talk a little bit. Yeah, you, you can. can. whisper or, or chit-chat a little bit if you're with somebody. You can, yeah, but there's always a chance there's a tom sneaking up behind right. you. Right, so you, you do have to be careful, but it is a more social version Absolutely. of hunting. More than deer. Way or, more than deer. You know, other types of hunting. Especially if you're in a blind, it kind of contains your sound a little bit, so you can whisper and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, my brother and my brother Jake and friend Cody have hunted turkeys together every day, except for one day they got mad at each other. <laughs> they got mad at each other and they split up and they're like, fine, I'm hunting by myself. 
fine. And they split up and neither of them saw anything. It was horrible. Uh, they both came with their ta tails behind their, you know, dragging. Tails between their yeah, legs. Tails between their legs dragging, coming back and, and apologize to each other and have hunted together ever since. But they shoot turkeys every year. They both get a turkey where sometimes, you know, there's been years where I haven't gotten one uh, just because certain circumstances. They shoot them consistently every year, usually within the first day or two. They both mm -hmm. got their turkeys down and they talk, they laugh, they giggle. These two giggle more than school kids <laughs> giggle. They'll talk, they'll, I mean, I can't tell you the stories to some of them because some of them are probably pretty embarrassing for them, but they've shot turkeys full out laughing and then all of a sudden a turkey will come in and gobble to their laughing. So definitely you can, it is more social than deer yeah. hunting. You could never get away with that no, when you're deer hunting. No. And I think that's one of the reasons why it makes it so much fun. Oh, it is. It's a blast. Is because you, you can hunt with someone else. And, yep. Plus know, the weather is nice usually. Right. Uh, you wouldn't know it by looking outside today. <laughs> we uh, have snow. So. We have about <laughs> three feet of snow in the woods still. Yeah. Uh, but that'll be gone here in the next couple of weeks hopefully. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's kind of the intro to, to what, when, where, and how to do it. It's, it's pretty basic. I'd say finding a good spot. Choosing a weapon you're comfortable with, whether it's a bow. Some people are more comfortable with a bow than they are with a gun, and mm -hmm. that's fine. The right equipment, shotgun equipment, we didn't talk about that. Mm -mm. Basic. A couple of decoys if you want. I don't always even use decoys. Mm -hmm. Your gun, a backpack or a vest, and something to sit on, a pad to sit on, mm -hmm. and your, your lunch if you're going to sit all day. That's all you need. Uh, but just having the right equipment um, and making sure that wherever you're gonna hunt, you have the capabilities of hunting as long as you can last because you never know when a turkey's gonna come walking by. Right. So, For archery, um, what kind of broadheads would you use? I always use muzzies. Okay. Um, just because that's what I use for deer. Okay, and so you really can those. use the same? You can, kind of I know that they make uh, specific turkey broadheads, but like I said, I, I don't bow hunt them enough to go out and spend 40 bucks on a three pack of turkey broadheads. Right. Um, so technically you can use the same that you yeah, use for yeah. um, deer. Yep, and I think, you know, you want to stick that arrow in them, you want to stay in them. So mm -hmm. ideally you probably shouldn't use the same broadheads that you use as a deer, but um, you see guys using that kind of stuff all the time. So um, it's going to, you know, a muzzy broadhead at 70 pound draw is going to kill a turkey just as well as it'll kill a deer. Right. So Well, for someone like me who has a 50 pound draw or even people who have 30, yeah, 30, 30 or 40 pounds. 40 yeah. pounds. Might work even better, actually. Right. So, so. so that's a scoop on that. So if you guys have any questions as far as turkey hunting or if you want us to cover anything else specific to turkey hunting, let us know. We are on Facebook, Instagram. We'll eventually be on Twitter. And uh, yeah, we hope to hear from you guys. So thank you so much for listening um, to Empower Outdoors. Thanks a lot. And like I said earlier, I've made a lot of mistakes turkey hunting so basically any situation you could run into uh i could probably give you some sort of advice on it for so, sure thanks a lot all right tune in next time for an episode on maple syrup <laughs>